Of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry divas radio show on love talk radio. So, what you gonna do? It's the angry divas radio show with triple dark goddess as the host.
yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a starter from the bottom. I'll show you how to flip a dollar. I got food in my dining room. I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. It's another day, another chance. I wake up, I want to dance. So as long as I got my friends, I'm better, I'm better. You cannot be me no nets. Ain't got to explain why I'm better. Your man is a dog. He takes my kitty and he say my pussy is wet. I got food in my diet. Better run back. Another day, another chance. I wake up, I wanna dance. You cannot be me no nets. Ain't got to explain why I'm bad. Your man is a dog. He takes my kitty and he say my pussy is wet. Yeah. Me and Missy be high in them tops. Landing on hundred for y'all. Just up the hill in the door, waving the phone like I am the pop. Yeah. Better, better. Yeah. Bye, mom, be the my watch is so icy. If I walk outside in the summertime, I just might change the weather. I'm done with the pencil, so I bought a race. I don't trust the pencil, so I bought a race. Just fur on it like I bought an ace. I'm killing the yellow tape. Started from the bottom. Show you how to flip a dollar. I got food in my dining room. I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. Another day, another chance. I wake up, I want to dance. So as long as I got my friends, I'm better, I'm better, better. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. Dance, dance, dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. Get wetter than them And fuck where you been Get too much cheddar for him I set the bar and them bitches Only second trade I put the pressure on them Still ain't turn into a diamond I got the Midas Billionaire minded See some reclining I'm getting some head Riding back yeah. on the pilot Switching the pilot Damn I'm shining All my bitches with me 305 finest Go come around us If you ain't about commas Commas, 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 commas Show you how to hit it late Collect the profit Watch it flip <laughs> watching my body like you watch a scandal But I'm just never friends like you I'm started from the bottom I'll show you how to flip a dollar I got food in my dining room I'm better, I'm better, I'm better It's another day, another chance I wake up, I wanna dance So as long as I got my friends I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. I've been the way I'm so anti Winning in life by a landslide I know you see me, you see me Your chick wanna be me, but she can never be me Man, I'm too stuck in my way Counting this money for days Life is so good, it's so good, no worries With all these farmers up in my driveway I ain't got no dumb or no dumb shit A lot of y'all be on some bum shit First I got my D's up, then I got my pounds up What you been talking, I ain't enough to the beat of my own drum Philly to London conundrum I've been this way, baby, since the first day But they keep asking where the fuck does she come from I'm better Started from the bottom Show you how to flip a dollar I got food in my dining room I'm better, I'm better, I'm better It's another day, another chance I wake up, I wanna dance So as long as I got my friends
I mean, not to be mean or rude or nothing, but Eve kind of fucked the whole shit up. But whatever, we we don't get on her too much. She's been sitting pretty with her billionaire husband. You know, she ain't been in the rap game performing and practicing and stuff, so she kind of might have been a little bit offbeat. I don't really know what the hell she was saying, but that's all right. We love you anyway, and guess what time it is, Because, you know, 
Um, I guess I got to take new passport pictures because even though my passport is like eight years old, I look younger now than I did then. And we're going to talk about why that is. See, at the time in which I got my passport seven, almost eight years ago, I was still dealing with my crazy-ass family. Um, I was very stressed out. I was working for this horrible job with all these racist Beckys. God, help me, please. I had just created my first business and watched my family tank it with their jealous asses. I have been through a lot. (laughs) So I look significantly younger, you know, in my passport, whatever. I was wearing my glasses. I'm wearing contacts now. I've changed my hair. Like, you know, I've lost weight. A lot of things have changed, and and a lot of me has changed as well. So every time I had to present my passport to some Border Patrol agent, no matter the nation, didn't matter, it was the worst in America, and I'm about to get to that in a minute. But um, every time I gave somebody my passport, they were like, this isn't you. And I just started laughing. <laughs> you know people's appearances change, right? This is why eyewitness testimony shouldn't count for shit. Because you can't even look at a picture from, you know, seven years ago and see that's the same motherfucker in your face. <laughs> and you do this for a living. So when I finally did get to American Customs and American Border Patrol, the immigrations officer or TSA officer, whoever the fuck they are, I don't really know what these people's official title is, whoever the sucker was in the uniform at Logan Airport. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, when it came time for him to, you know, check my stuff out and whatever, he said, so when did you leave? I said, oh, I left and went to Spain in March. He said, and what were you doing there? I said, I was on vacation. You've been on vacation for three months? I looked this white man right in his eye and said, yeah. <laughs> Show you right, baby. Yeah. He looked like he wanted to ask some questions, and I swear he looked like one of the Trump voting ass Southie Bostonians. You know, like Southie Bostonians are a whole other breed of racist. Okay, let me sip my tea. Literally, <laughs> they're a whole different breed and brand of racist, and um. It's it's just interesting to encounter one of them, especially such an older guy. He's probably like 60 years old, although it's hard to tell with them because they age terribly, so you never know. He might have been 30. <laughs> no shade, just truth. He might have been 30, you know. But, um, you know, that was bad enough. I got back here, and, you know, I woke up this morning, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm sneezing and coughing. One of those dirty-ass motherfuckers on the plane. Oh. <gasps> And so I was telling my bestie, and she um, she does travel too sometimes, and she went to Japan for a little bit. And she said to me that the Japanese will wear face masks if they're sick because it is rude. It is absolutely rude to be out and about spreading your diseases when you're not well. And it's seen as honorable to, you know, keep it to yourself. And I said, man, I wish American white people would go to Japan and learn something. You know, I really do. Caribbean, too. There's something going on with y'all, you know? We ain't going to get into that story, though, but it just reminded me of this time I was on the train. I was waiting. That's why I don't take public transportation anymore. And planes is public transportation, too. It is. It's just of the Asian variety, you know? <laughs> public transportation as well, commercial flying. Ugh, Lord, please put us into the place where we no longer have to ride planes with motherfuckers. But anyhow, <laughs> anyway... Um, you know, I was talking with my bestie about it, and she was saying that I just needed to wear a mask when I travel. We got 90 seconds before we go into overtime, and we will, because I have a little bit more I want to share with y'all. Diva did Barcelona, and then I did Oslo, and then I did, I cannot say the name of the town, so I'm just going to say Iceland, but it was some town in Iceland, but I, 
please. You look it up. I can't even remember how to spell this fucking town. <laughs> so I'm certainly not going to butcher trying to say it. You know, like they do with us, with our African-sounding names, and they say, oh, whatever. I can't even be bothered to pronounce it. I can't be bothered to pronounce whatever the fuck that cold-ass town was in Iceland. So anyhow, moving right along. If you call in, you'll be able to hear the last half hour of the show. We will be on for another half hour. The number is 347-826-9930. If you don't call in, you'll get cut out, and you'll have to listen to the archive. Sorry, but that's just how it works. And we are officially, I think, in overtime right now. 347-826-9930 if you wanted to say something, press 1. So I did my travel. I had a whole good time over there. Let's. Let's skip talking about, like, all the fuck shit with coming back to America. That, of course, is the first thing I want to talk about because I'm like, can you believe that shit? But I had a blast in Barcelona. Oh, my God. Ten seconds and we're in overtime. I had a blast in Barcelona. Y'all know. Y'all was following my Facebook updates, watching my videos. You know, after we got through with the evil baby mama brigade being vanquished like the dirty bitches that they are, um, you know, we was able to just move right along <laughs> into enjoying our fabulous life as God proceeds. Um, but whilst in Barcelona, I've met so many amazing people for the sisters who are coming on this retreat, Barcelona 2018, it's going to be so hype and so fly. Y'all are going to love it. Um, you know, we've got exclusive access just about everywhere that we go. I've made so many, uh, new friends who are restaurateurs, people who run and own spas and different things like that, nail salons, estheticians. We have made some connections with some great people, some judges as well, some lawyers, uh, we've got a great cadre of people to introduce you to and a plethora of different experiences. And, you know, we won't get lost because I pretty much know my way around the city now. Yay. It was beautiful. It was fabulous. Uh, there was something about being in Spain that was like a balm for me. It was a balm. It was healing. And I was able to see so many different wonderful changes in myself, so much growth. Um, so much healing and release, you know, able to reconnect to my feminine frequency, and then I get back to this motherfucker here. To this motherfucker here. And I tell you, baby, I understand why we black women do not walk around this planet Earth, as far as it goes being in this country, in our feminine frequency. I wasn't even back a full 24 hours. Had to go to the store, right? Here comes some Uber Negro. I usually cancel their asses, but I wasn't feeling well, and I was like, I need to go get some lemons and some tea. <laughs> I need some cucumber, and then I need some eucalyptus oil. I just needed some stuff. You know, I need to go get me some fish oil. Lord help me. I got the pills, though, because mama used to make us take it on the spoon when we was little. God help us all. <laughs> that and fucking castor oil. Oh, Jamaican black castor oil. Drinking it. <laughs> wellness, <laughs> make that crap into a pill. I'll take it. But uh, so I wanted to go and you know I also was hungry, so I was like, all right, let me get some stuff and cook. And after I got all that shit, I was like, man, I don't even feel like cooking. No, uh, okay, I need food that's gonna heal. So let's go to my favorite Jamaican restaurant, get some Kalaloo Aki and salt fish. Yes, that's what I did. And um, the guy who was driving me was a Jamaican, funny enough. And he's friends with, or he thinks he's friends with, but I didn't really get. Just, I mean, energetically, being a good-ass reader, as I am, I didn't really gather that they cared for him too much. What I gather is he's completely ignorant to the fact that most people actually can't stand his black ass. 
So let's start out with me. Me. Gorgeous. Shapely. She the one, the only one, built like an Amazon. Ow! Book house. Face. Absolutely beautifully adorned with my fantastic cosmetic products. Starting from my face wash to the serum to the moisturizer to whatever makeup I decide to put on today, because you know I did. Him. Ungroomed. Fat. Smelling funny. Looking like he wearing his suit clothes. Ew. And the first thing he tried to do, because even when these motherfuckers are supposed to be employed and working, they cannot put that dick away. They always and only know how to lead and relate with their fucking penises, black men. It seems impossible for these people to ever keep that penis in their pants. They can't do it. They just, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with them, but they just can't do it. Okay. Now, I tell you, I got hit on a plenty while in Spain, okay? Diva was driving them crazy, dude. But nobody, nobody came at me the way that this American Negro does. He always is seeking to pimp somebody. He's just almost always seeking to pimp somebody. And, you know, I shouldn't just say American Negro. I should just say Negroes, period, and soft-haired Negroes, a.k.a. Indians. They the same motherfuckers. And so when it comes to women, especially us black women, the way that they relate to us is just so animalistic and debased. It's offensive to the very delicacy that is my nature. It's very offensive. And I just, I, ugh, I can't stand it anyway. So this bastard, well, you know, you, you shouldn't even have to cook. You should have somebody to cook for you. You know, like a boyfriend, a fiance, a husband. I just ignored him because I realized what he was doing. Oh, let me see if she's with somebody. I was like, nigga, I don't even want you talking to me. She just drive the car. You know, I paid for Uber Black for a reason. Why are you people even over here driving? And and how are you driving Uber Black looking like that? You know, I should. I'm going to actually report this because I think that this is unfair. The price that we pay for like the exclusive service that Uber offers, people should be well groomed. They should not be funky. If he's going to be fat, and let him let him wear clothes that look good on him. Don't let him rock. He looks like he just rolled out of the bed, you know, and got into the car and, and started driving. So anyhow. Ugh. Craziness. I ignored him because I was on the phone. I was on a call, and this motherfucker is still trying to talk, okay? So when I finished my call, he says, are you finished with your call? I said, yeah, I'm just responding to emails right now. So he says, are you married? I said, yes. Yes, I am married. No, I am not interested in you. No, I do not want to talk to you, and please just drive. <laughs> then I got to speak about black women having attitude. Man, God. <laughs> I will always give you black men attitude, always, because you always behave the same. The day one of you changes, I'll change too. But no, I'm not going to respond to you in sweetness and kindness because you take kindness for weakness and you take sweetness for stupidity in black women. And then you seek to pimp it. If I said, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm married, but I could have a friend. This nigga would have still no, you can't. You just can't. You can't. It's impossible to do with them. And I don't care what part of the world they come from. I ran into one of these bastards while I was overseas. A couple of them. We talked about it on my page. Tyrone from Memphis. Tyrone from Memphis was actually kind of funny. <laughs> Tyrone from Memphis, Tennessee was actually kind of funny. But he just kept talking about having kids and shit, looking at my hips, and it was disgusting to me. Look, I know you sitting here thinking about breeding me, but let me tell you something. I will shoot you. 
That's the whole punchline of the joke. I will shoot you. That's it. One thing I'm happy for is to be back home with my hot sauce. I'm back I'm back home to hot sauce and Lunell. Hot sauce is my taser and Lunell is the pistol. Happy to be back home to my stuff. <laughs> you can't take it with you. So I'm very happy to be back home with my girls, okay? But I tell you, the whole entire time I was in Barcelona, I never once felt like I couldn't be my feminine, natural, funny, witty, bubbly, down-to-earth, but high-maintenance self, you know? I mean, I was walking around that city all hours of the day and night, wherever I wanted to go, with the exception of the Gothic Quarter. Once I learned that that's where most of the Negroes congregate, and it's all Negro males and Indian males. You never see any colored women in that section after dark. And so I wasn't taking my colored ass over there either. You saw plenty of tourists, Becky's and them, from around the world, you know, random Becky's from everywhere on the planet Earth. But you did not see black women or Indian women at, after dark in that area. And when I realized that, I said, oh, Black and Indian men make it unsafe for black and Indian women to be here because they're predatory, so they just don't come here. Fine. I ain't going to be to try to be the one who reinvented the wheel. I will not come over here either. I accidentally stumbled into the Gothic Quarter one night. It was one of my first nights there. I didn't know who help, where I was. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where I was going. I was trying to find this thing on the map, and, you know, Google Maps is crazy. I need Google to get better about their maps. I really do. It was a great tool to have. Google Maps and Google Translate saved my whole entire life. But I need y'all to improve this shit, okay? I do. Like, I need you to improve the feature where we can speak what we're trying to translate. Improve that shit. I also need you to improve the damn map feature. I don't know why the map would turn like the, the line is going behind me instead of if I'm walking forward. It should be forward, shouldn't it? You know, like in the direction I'm walking, it shouldn't automatically orient. And if I set it that way, it shouldn't turn back around. Just a few gripes that I have, Google. Just, just a few. You know, like just fix that shit and we'll be happy. But because of that, I ended up in this <laughs> goddamn gothic quarter, not meaning to. And, uh, ooh, that was an eye-opening experience. I bought a knife. And, you know, just so that I could finish my night out there, because that's where I was for that night, apparently, I was going to check out this place. It's called the Harlem Jazz Club, and that's not far from, it's in the Gothic Quarter. It's not far from La Rambla. And it was an amazing time. I was happy to go. But I just learned, don't be with us black men or Indian men who are basically black men with soft hips, okay? Because they're disgusted and they're predatory, they're sick, and they don't understand rejection. They start acting like animals. You might get raped. You might get beat. You might get sold into fucking sexual slavery. You never know. Just stay away from it. Don't take your chances. But everywhere that I went that wasn't where those Negroes were, and they soft-haired Negroes brothers, I was perfectly safe. All hours of the night in a dress, in a skirt, it did not matter. Men would say, you know, you're beautiful. You know, I love your outfit, whatever. They will compliment you. They keep it fucking pushing. Look at that. There's such a thing as a man who just won't give you a compliment and not get his dick wet in return. <laughs> it was beautiful. And there were plenty of men who did try to approach and, you know, try to get my number and that kind of thing. And when they were turned down, they were turned down politely, and they walked away like gentlemen. Okay, well, thank you, you know. 
but not these Negroes. I had one try to come at me. This was that same one night that I stumbled ass backwards into the Gothic Quarter. <laughs> my sister, my sister, I politely held my hand up. I said, no, thank you. And I kept walking. And he, these black fucking women, you can't treat them like humans. You got to treat them like scum. And, and I guess I was supposed to turn around and say something, but I just kept walking. I just kept walking because I did not have to receive the gift he was trying to give me, the gift of his asshole personality and his thought form. No, nigga, you keep that thought form right there with you because y'all fail to realize that the whole world is laughing at you. This is a patriarchy, not a matriarchy. Dick is the one that has been exalted above all on this planet Earth. And so if your women are out of order and out of line, it actually is a poor reflection on you as a man and as a father that you have no control over your women. It says something about you. So any negative thing, and this is what they don't seem to see. They don't seem to understand that. And it doesn't matter where in the world you are. They are always the same yesterday, today, and forever fucking more. It don't matter what country they come from, because this was a Nigerian, okay? Today it was a Jamaican, or after that it was a black American here today. You know, it doesn't matter. Another day that I was in Barcelona, there was some dude from, what the fuck was he from? The Coromos Islands in the Indian Sea and shit? You know what I mean? He was disgusting too. The fucking Muslim who don't adhere to his own faith. It's just terrible, you know? Everywhere on planet Earth, something is wrong with them. And this ends up negative. There's a reason I'm talking about this. This ends up negatively impacting our feminine frequencies. I posted that on my page today. I said, God fucking damn it. I've been here one day and already I'm thinking about turning my feminine frequency off because black people hate to see the feminine in a black woman. They hate it. They hate it. I went to the store. And all the black women I spoke to, how you doing today, miss? I hope you're having a good day. Well, I'm loving your hair today. They looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And all the men praying on it, you know? So the women are just absolutely off put by it and have no idea how to engage or react because they done forgot how to be a fucking feminine because of black men. And the men are like, ooh, a dummy, an innocent, a fool, somebody who hasn't been broken yet that I can fucking destroy with my penis. That is how they react to it, and it's sick. It's very sick, and it's horrible that this is something that we even face. You know, we've been having some conversations about this on my page. We've been talking about this as we gear up for tomorrow night's class. We are doing Yoni Language 5, the sexual medicine wheel. It's going to be fucking powerful. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to completely change the way that you relate to yourself as the sexual sovereign and how you value your Yoni, how you value your power as a woman and your authority as well. And I'm realizing that for a black woman, listen to me closely and careful. If you ain't listening to shit else, listen to this here, real careful. It is extremely powerful for a black woman in this world to retain, maintain, and sustain her connection to herself as the divine feminine frequency. It's powerful. 
You walk in great power and exuberance and vivacity, and it's attractive, and you smell good because all that energy just emits from your pores. And then you have to be ever so careful of the pimps and the broken bitches of the world because they will seek to suck from you and suck and suck and suck from you. And they come in all races and views. We have to do battle every day we get up going to war against this fucking frequency that takes to see the black feminine on the throne. But I tell you what, Diva sitting on her throne ain't coming off a man bitch and man nigga bitch either. Not ever. So instead of turning off my feminine frequency, I just grab hot sauce because I got hot sauce in my bag swag for real. Grab hot sauce. Make sure that bitch is charged up. Flick of the wrist one time to get that sweet, sweet, sweet spark. Light a motherfucker up like the 4th of July. I swear to God I will before I let myself say, well, nah, let me walk with the don't fuck with me look. Let me walk on my shoulders like this. Let me not, you know, let my hips roll and sway naturally like they're supposed to and do that good pussy walk because these niggas are fucking beasts. Let me, let me, let me. No. Nope. We just going to tase and run. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to tase and run. And more than anything, um, you know, I'm going to be making sure that I get myself back to Spain because it was just, it was wonderful. It's wonderful to be a woman in Spain. It was something about being in Europe, and uh, I'm so glad that I did it. You know, it took me forever to get there. I was supposed to go about 11 years ago when I was 19, and it took forever to get there. But having gone and and being a performer, being a singer, I've got my fan base over there, you know. (laughs) I've made some great connections. I'm forming my own band, you know. Band is already getting together. It's, It's been really, really great. I met some amazing, powerful singers. I met Monica Green, and that was absolutely phenomenal. I sent her this really, um, I felt it was moving because I was kind of all teary-eyed, like, I don't want to leave Barcelona. <laughs> I was all crying and shit. And so uh, I sent her a note, and I said, you know, you've given me a wonderful gift to invite me to share your stage and, you know, to sing with you, and I'm, I'm really appreciative of it, and thank you so much. And... Um, you know, it was just really, really great. Some of the people that I met, she's just one of the people that I, I feel comfortable to name out there. And I want to give her a public shout out and a lot of thanks and praise um, for her words and her encouragement, you know, working with me the whole nine yards. It's been great. Spain was life changing. Um, I'm thankful to the ancestors and to my spiritual guides and teachers for encouraging me to go and um, for making the way clear for me as well, my spirit guides and my my ancestors clearing the path and kicking motherfuckers out of my way. (laughs) Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it big time um, because I'm telling you, I just, my life will never be the same. And the sisters who are coming on the retreat with me, y'all's lives will never be the same either. Y'all's lives are going to change. It's just something about going home sitting in the original seat of the Sibyls, the Sibylline Oracles, the original seat, to go and to be on the coast, to be in the water, be on the oceans, breathing in that air, touching the statuary, looking, feasting my eyes upon all the sigils, knowing that everywhere I went in that city, there was an angel watching over me and being able to look up and see that motherfucker on the top of a building. It was powerful, I tell you. When I came back to Boston... 
I got back yesterday, and my auntie picked me up, and I was like, Boston is fucking hideous. <laughs> I was like, Boston is fucking hideous after being in Barcelona. <laughs> I was so distraught. <laughs> I was actually distraught about it. But, <laughs> and I used to think Boston was the most beautiful city. And it's still, it's beautiful, but it ain't got nothing on you, Barcelona. It ain't got nothing on you, babe. Nothing on you. Amazing. I want to say to you sisters, I understand how difficult it is for us as black women in this world to find and keep ourselves in that feminine frequency. You know, I wrote something about this yesterday, and actually I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to read it to y'all because it was just that fucking good. (laughs) But I made this post, and I was talking about innocence. I was talking about the the energy that we call innocence and uh, why, how we relate to it, um, what we get out of it. So let me just scroll and find this. Y'all know how it is. I've posted so much stuff since I wrote that damn thing. So just be patient with me. All right. And here it is. Innocence. I was often told how innocent I appear while in Spain. Can you imagine it? (laughs) The online persona in my true self ain't one being. There are many within the me. I'm very childlike in certain ways. It's delightful because despite the abuse and the insanity, My inner child still lives and thrives. She helped me remember these last three months how to have fun and just be my naturally lovely self, to trust my intuition at all times, and to dispose of motherfuckers once they've served their purpose in my life. I return home with not only a new attitude, but a new energy. But back to this little thing here on innocence, fell off certain ones. The masculines may maintain the spell, but these motherfucking manimals, hell no. It is useful when the divine light masculine, a.k.a. super saver ho, and I put that in quotes because, you know, that's what people call men who are the light masculine because the evil, fucked up, diminished, dark masculine is like, for some reason, the most prevalent energy on the planet. Or he gets the most, you know, pressed because, you know, bad things are always going to get attention for whatever reason. I could post a million good things all day. Let me make one post and say black men ain't shit. And, oh, God, there go diva again. I could post all day beautiful things about mothers. Let me make one post talking about how black mothers need to do something better. Here she go. Hate no mothers. She hates mothers. She hates black mothers. <laughs> because that's just how people want to be, you know? Ain't nothing I can do about it, so I just stay being myself. So anyway, um, these fucking animals in dick skin who prey on women. Hold on. Wait a minute. You can't just read that. <laughs> what the hell energy was I in when I wrote some shit last night? Animals in dick skin? <laughs> Okay, let's get back to it. <laughs> but these fucking animals and dick skin who prey on women and only want to absorb your light because they do not have their own? No, never. Because one way or another, they want to possess you, which is why I hate and do war against them. However, Kitty purrs and gets real juicy for the divine masculine. It's almost tragic how easily the floodgates of heaven open and rain down upon them. LOL. <laughs> Something these animals in dick skin will never know or experience. Do not come off the throne. You can see clearly. Clairvoyance isn't merely a gift. Everyone thinks clairvoyance is about visions and dreams. How tragically one-dimensional. To be clear is to be clear. Clairvoyance, then, is clear sight. This can only be truly accomplished when we have descended to the underworld, to La Siren, Mamiwata, Dark Venus, Oshun. We have to be willing to be stripped of even the air we breathe, to be given a second wind, and thus to be reborn. 
It's just like being in the womb and then being born, which is also a rebirthing. The theme for this year for we black women is innocence. What does this mean to you? How have you related to it? Do you have a negative association with the word? Fear-based because your innocence was used and abused against you. Do you know how to ebb and flow from innocence to crone wisdom in the same breath? Have you begun your healing work and protection slash defense work with me, with the priestess? If not, baby, it's time to, because the dark mother takes care of her own, and I absolutely adore her for it. I welcome you, sisters, to schedule your sessions with the priestess with me. You can always send an email to my assistant. That's diva.assistant at gmail.com. Or you can email me, angrydivas at gmail.com. And this is going to be the end of our broadcast. It's been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. I want us to remember that we have a right to our feminine frequency. This is our birthright. It is manufactured. The, the quote-unquote fact that black women aren't very feminine, it's manufactured. How can you be feminine when you're the one who has to handle it all? The whole entire world expects you to pop your titty in their mouth and let them suckle when they're having a hard day. The whole world wants you to be mammy, and especially the men of our cohort, the men of our racial cohort. It's insane. And I understand, you know, the, the problem is these men are looking for a nurturer, but they, they're looking for an inexhaustible mother that they can fuck. Some woman who will never get exhausted by their fuck shit and let them just be little boys forever. I was talking with my auntie about this, and she was saying that we're not raising men. Women are not raising males to be men. I said they're raising them to be good sons. She said half the time they ain't even raising them to be that. They do whatever they got to do to keep that little boy in that house with her because she finally got a man in her house. And this is my auntie with the five children and her own son, okay? So for all of y'all who talk about how Beaver ain't got no kids, you can't say nothing. I'm going to quote what auntie just said. But she's my old lady in the shoe that got so many kids she don't know what to do. But we were talking about how, and, and this is specifically about black men, okay? This is about black men in specific. They're not being raised to be men. Not anymore. And the women who are having these children without husbands, who are giving birth to children without husbands, she was saying this. I don't, she said, these are her words, Auntie Jackie's words, okay, my Auntie Jackie. She said, and I quote, it's not that I don't think a woman can raise a man. I do. I think that a woman can raise a man, but she can't raise a man, she can't raise a boy to be a man without having the influence of good men around her. I said, and that's primarily the problem. These women are keeping fuck shit men around them and or ain't no such thing as a good man because even the men we think are good are still going to teach him how to trick and slut and fuck through girls. This is what they do. This is their sick culture. There was another sister thread, and we were talking about this. We were talking about uh, would you – she asked the question, would you want your daughter to date a man like you? Every man in the thread, black men, yeah, but not me 20 years ago. It takes them 20 years, 20 years to stop abusing the feminine and start valuing it and protecting her and loving her and treating her like a fucking human. 20 years is what it takes for a black boy to become a man. That's sad. And we're going to talk about why that is 
what's happening to these people sexually and what's going on, what choices we can make and how we can make a better way. That's going to be all in tomorrow's Yoni Language 5, the sexual medicine wheel class. It is not too late to sign up. Make sure you check out our website. That's www.thedarkdivinefeminine.com, baby. This has been another Bitch House production. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This is the Angry Divas Radio Show, and we'll be back in here tomorrow. We're going to be doing shows at 12. I'm going to try to, you know, get back into the swing of doing my shows at 12, five days a week, you know, trying to get back into it and do things right like I should so my mentor will stop yelling at me. <laughs> and my fans will stop being like, Dude, we all never do no show. So y'all go ahead and have a great rest of your day, and thank you so much for joining us, boo. See you later. Yeah, baby. It's the Angry Divas. The triple dark dot dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas air.